Ready? So welcome back to the Diaries of the Wild Ones. Once again, a massive thank you to Wild Earth Australia for supporting me and the adventurous lifestyle. And thanks again to everyone for tuning into this podcast. So to say thank you, we're offering a 10% discount code. So next time you need any outdoor gear for your next adventure or camping trip, go to wildearth.com.au and put in the discount code Diaries of the Wild Ones, all one word, capital letters. They ship internationally and have free shipping Australia-wide. This episode is hilarious, so meet Mike Snell, the life of any party and the most charming and charismatic guy that I know. We were having a coffee in his amazing tiny home in the woods in Canada and he offered me a joint and I regrettably said yes, because it was that freaking strong that I was having so much trouble talking after it. So from this episode and the last one, you guys are probably thinking I'm some massive stoner, but I'm not, but I'm just definitely not the one to say no to a good time. So this was a hilarious conversation, and I think you guys are really going to like it. Enjoy. Actually, how are you feeling, Mike Snell? Well, at the moment, I'm feeling pretty good. I, hey, I'm all surfed out. I'm a little high. Actually, oh, he got me high. Now, I actually want to bring up how we... I want to bring up our day today. Today was like one of these perfect days so far. Mm, yeah. It's like I woke up. It was snowing outside in Canada. We're in Canada. It's snowing <laughs> outside. I got my wetsuit gear. I got all rugged up, put my backpack on, mm-hmm. rode to your place in the snow, got here, saw this like amazing tiny home that you live in, a shipping container house yeah. in the woods. Yeah. Next to and then you pass my frozen booties in the snow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, those the, your surf booties. The snow on them. You picked them up and smashed them on the ground. And just ice just broke away. And how about yeah, going and looking at the cold. surf and no one was out there. Yeah, and then it was pumping. Pumping. Ah, oh, we, we surfed for what three hours, maybe even longer. That was a long surf. No, you Aussies are always. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was two hours, but yeah, we'll call it three, down under, and over here we'll call it a solid two. <laughs> you know, whatever. You know, six foot's 12 over there, six foot here is six foot. <laughs> um, Fuck up. You're in the cold. I'm going to remember, I'm the minority here, because I'm, in, I'm in, mm. um, in Canada, I've got the Australian accent. I forget here that I have this Aussie accent, because everyone just treats you like, you don't get treated like a foreigner here. You know, you're just like an, you're no, just no, no, no. Yeah, right. Just... You come over here with an Aussie accent, and people are turning their heads. It's not fair. <laughs> this is not. You talk about. <laughs> oh yeah, people treat me different. Yeah, they always treat you differently. You're from Australia. You know, I went over to New Zealand, and I was there, and I was talking to my boss Ange, and I'm at a bar, the bar, and she uh, <laughs> said something. And I'm like, oh yeah, uh, yeah. And she's like, Mike. You can't make fun of my accent in New Zealand. You're being an <laughs> asshole. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I am. <laughs> Anyways. I do that all the time. Like, I, I don't mean to be mocking anyone. It's uh-huh. just like, I just start mimicking whoever's around me. So I'm in Canada and every so often, like, I'll just say a sentence and try and yeah. do it in a Canadian accent. I'm not teasing anyone or like... No, it's just a thing. It's it just happens all the time. It. Yeah, no, I do the same thing. Any country, that's how I adapt. Yeah. That's how I get in. <laughs> when you're an Asian country like, <laughs> you good day you 
<laughs> it's the darndest thing. But uh, so, and, and again, in New Zealand, when I was with Ange, I said to her, I was like, can I go pee? And she looked at me and was like, what? And I said, can I go pee? And she's like, well, here in New Zealand, pee is crystal meth. And I said, so you think I just said, hey, Ange, thanks, thanks for the job. Can I go crystal meth right now? <laughs> So I grabbed my meth. <laughs> she was right. It was a good meth. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the best meth I had all, all night. Um, <laughs> yeah, funny things you find when you get to a, to a new country you don't know. Yeah. Can I use the washroom? What do you, what do you got to wash? You want to use my shower? <laughs> no, no, no. Sorry. Can I use the bathroom? What are you going to bathe yourself? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. No, no. Toilet. Oh, yeah, yeah. Come here. Yeah. Thank you. for. Why do you guys? What do they call it? The washroom? Oh. <gasps> Is it back when they used to weigh and wash themselves? Hold on a second. Hold on. I got this. I got this. Siri. Why do they? I don't know. Man, I don't got a Siri. Where's Siri? No, I don't have one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just, you know, I just, I just figure bagged looking if, I always, if I always just go Siri, yeah. gonna, one day I'm just going to have it. Siri's just going to answer me from like a restaurant. Siri, why? Boom. <laughs> so I'm at the bar. Okay, you're at the bar. Working this bar. And the best looking couple I've probably ever seen in my life walk in guy girl he's six foot something she's six foot something gorgeous she makes you blush when she smiles at you and he's confident right they have an argument about something and i'm like oh geez thank god for google and he looks at me he's like you know i got a funny thing about that i'm like what's that he's like well we always got into this and had to uh go to google and uh check to see how how uh if if uh we're right and i'm like okay well he's like well here's the thing if she's right, I have to buy her a new pair of shoes. And I'm like, dude, how often are you wrong? <laughs> he's, like, he's like, nah, nah, nah. Honey, honey. And again, gorgeous couple. He looks at her and says, honey, what do I get if I'm right? And she looks at me with a straight fucking face. And she goes, anal. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. and I have oh, never dude. blushed behind a bar. Oh, dude. I'll tell you. I high That's high stakes. No, it was amazing. Who won? In this regard? Yeah. You know what? I don't know, but they definitely said, let's go to the hot tub and bang. <laughs> and they left. And I, this is the only time I've been doing this for 17 years now. And this is the only time I ever said, hey, come here and stop the guy. And I said, man, put a ring on that finger because if you don't, somebody will. You're, that was amazing. Oh, Have a good night. Yeah. That's pretty cool to see that exchange. Yeah, it was pretty funny. So. You know, they dirtied up that hot tub. I imagine. <laughs> Man, I reckon Canadians dirty up a lot of hot tubs. I reckon everybody dirties up a lot of hot tubs. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> and it's, it's not much. Here the it's because hot... it's hot. It's hot and, and down under. Yeah, it's hot down there, man. Yeah. Man. No, but you know what I did when I was down under? I would find swimming pools and just get naked in them. I found one in, in Byron Bay. <laughs> where above this uh, hotel thing that just got built and it was a swimming pool. And one time... I go there. These three girls are like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll come, we'll come, jump in this swimming pool with you." And I'm like, "Awesome!" Well, I told my three stupid Aussie friends this <laughs> place, and I show up, and they each have girls. <laughs> and it turns into this like pool party, and we each get there. I'm like, "What are you doing here?" They're like, "What are you doing here?" I'm like, "Well, clearly you know what I'm doing here." <laughs> so event- eventually, later on, and it was a fun pool party, and uh, we there's a picture that was taken and it looks like there's three naked guys jumping in a pool just by themselves <laughs> frame over frame over and there was a whole bunch of women but in the picture you'll never know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. up to anyone 
Yeah. So I think you just dirty up any kind of body of water. <laughs> Man, we were in Indonesia right one time, right? Mm. I was living in Bali. And, and at the time, Norway used to do this exchange program with fitness students. And so for two months of the wet season, right? Uh-huh. And between Chungu and Sanua. I call that diaper season. Go on. <laughs> Why? <laughs> the dirty... Th- oh, the dirty water. Yeah, the yeah. dirty water with yeah. the diapers. Go on. Continue. No, so um, 500 Norwegian students, right, are split up between Sanua and Chungu, and I'm staying in Sanua. Uh-huh. And I don't know this, and I don't really know what's going on. And me and a couple of, me and a couple of buddies mm-hmm. go to this bar that we drink at every afternoon, and it was called Mango Bar, right? And so we're sitting there playing pool, having a beer, and then the bartenders are... Cu- Tender comes over and goes, you guys have got to finish that game and go because we've got a private function on tonight. The place is booked out. Hmm. So like, yeah, no worries. A couple of minutes later, this beautiful blonde comes up. It's about mid-30s. And she comes up. She's Norwegian. And she, and she, you know, she said, oh, I'm so sorry that the, you know, you guys got to leave or whatever. Mm-hmm. Tonight we've got a function coming in. And we're like, no, that's okay. We'll just finish these beers. And then she turns and she's like, oh, you guys seem like nice guys. If you guys just stay up at this pool table... It's like, and just be quiet, like, just res- quiet and respectful. We don't mind. You can stay here. And then we're having a party in the bar anyway after. Mm-hmm. So, like, okay, you know, no worries. Like, yeah, we'll be quiet and respectful. We're so sitting there and about 10 minutes later, 500 Norwegian students walk in. <laughs> and they're all girls, right? No. So, so there's all these and tables only, spread, no. spread down the beach, right? And, like, out of that, there would have been maybe 20 or 30 guys. But it was like 95, 96% girls. So this is like, you could understand four males just suddenly. You ever heard like, of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory? <laughs> 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 I'm just saying, how did you get that fucking ticket? <laughs> so we're sitting there, right? And they're having dinner, and yeah. the whole time they're just staring at us. This whole group just staring up at the bar at these like no. four guys, and we're sitting there like, oh man, I was getting so nervous. No kidding. Did, oh. So anyway, right? I, I've, never, I've never experienced anything going. like this. I never yeah. experienced. I was young, but I never experienced anything young, like how this. How old were you again? Twenty-five. Oh yeah. Okay. Think, yeah. 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 And next thing, right? Their dinner finishes, so that they all come up into the bar, right? And. I've never had people fighting over, girls fighting over Trish trying to talk to you. So I've never been in a situation. It was just like, look, at, there was just beautiful women everywhere. And you could literally just be like, hey, we were the first Australians like a lot of them had ever met. So everyone was so intrigued. So they invited us back to this villa party. But the villa party was at the 20, how there was like 20 guys in the group. Mm-hmm. These one group of guys had this big villa. So they're holding a party, you know, because we're all the girls. And again, so these four Australian guys rock up. And the party goes in the pool. There's about 20 or 30 girls in the pool and these four Aussie guys and none of the Norwegian guys, they're standing over there. So the next thing I just see this guy get up and walk over real angrily and he's like, that's it, Aussies. Like the music stopped. He walks over. He's like, that's it, Aussies. You guys get out. Fair (laughs) enough. Fair enough. And I just remember, oh, man. That was a brilliant night. No, did you have to leave? You left? Yeah, but we took some friends with us. Huh. <laughs> wow. It was just this insane experience. I was just looking around and I was just surrounded by just absolutely stunning, beautiful women. And I was just sitting there like, wow. You know, there's, and there's like, people who literally kill themselves for this. It was just such an overstimulated stimulated moment. Like everyone was really nice and everyone was really respectful and we were really respectful. But just it was like, it was a nice feeling being young, 
being from and meeting these girls from a different culture and them being so interested in you and you so interested in them. You know what I, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. at the time, like, yeah, I was like, I was a young twenty five year old having a good time. Wow, wow. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, that blew me away. Oh man, where's my coffee? Yeah, no kidding. This is a strong coffee. Um. So what do you got, Mike? So, you're a dude who's done. This is a thing I. You've experienced a lot. I know you have. It's so funny when you. Well, I have. I I I haven't, but I mean, when I, I have seen a few things, but you know, it always gets lost. I mean, I, I one of my favorite things I oh I always love to talk about and I always love to say is I was flying back from uh somewhere and I needed I had to lay over in Fiji and I'm sitting beside this woman and I hate flying freaking hate it so I like to get drunk <laughs> and so I made this woman aware of this before we even got to ladies and gentlemen we're at 30,000 feet and so uh, so we get up there and I'm like uh can I get two beers please and she's like yep and I'm like, and what are you having? <laughs> and he's like, oh, no, I'm not going to drink. I'm like, are you sure? Because I'm going to. If you've ever drank with me, I start to talk a lot. So it's just <laughs> better to just saddle up and enjoy the show. So I have a couple beers. And then by the third one, I'm talking her ear off. And she's like, I'll get a Chardonnay. <laughs> um, so I was talking to her. And I'm like, oh, man, you know, I'd love to go to the beach in Fiji. I just would love to see a Fijian beach. I'm only here for, you know, six hours. It'd be awesome. She's like, you know what? My friends are picking me up. I'll ask them if you can come to the beach. They'll drive us. And I'm like, yeah, right. She's like, yeah. So for some reason, I don't know why, but I could leave the airport for a bit. I, you know, maybe that's a thing there, but it was. Yeah. So I left the airport and I'm standing in waiting to see where she is. And like, she's asking her friends and I'm standing. I'm like, hmm. And I look up and look over and I'm like, Oh, I wonder where I should be. And these Fijian guys, this guy just looks right, right at me, right in the face. He looks at me, he's like, back where you came from. <laughs> he shuts the cab door that he gets in. I'm like, yep, I get it. But I'm not going. So she comes up to me. She's like, yeah, let's go to the beach. Awesome. So we head down to the beach. Uh, her friend is an American. The gentleman that's driving is uh, Fijian, and we go down to this bar, and I order the first beer. So keep in mind, I've had four beers already. Yeah. Airplane beers, so, you know, it's weird up there. Who knows what's going on? And uh, <laughs> so I get to this bar, and I order this beer. And yeah. and in Fiji, have you been? No, I haven't been to Fiji. Man, I... It was like flying into Jurassic Park, I'm telling you. I, if you... Hmm, I want to go back. I don't know much, except this one experience, and that... I'll get to the end. So... I get Take there. Your time. I and, love when you get Mike going. And he's going. He, <laughs> and I got, I ordered this beer and he says, you know, only order beer, one beer and then a, a glass. And here, and, and maybe they lied to me because they're like, oh, this guy's here. We'll just tell him some shit. So if this is not true, it's not true. But this is my experience. And he tells me, we don't want to waste dishes. So we'll have one glass. And you pour a beer and then you say, bula, and you give it to somebody. And, or you put the glass in front of them, you say, bula, and then they drink it. And you can keep doing this for the bottle. So you can really frick somebody up if you want to. Eh, but politely, you go around the table and you just say, whoever bought the beer commands the beer. Yeah. So this is going on in the sun. And I'm telling you, it's a clear, crystal clear sky. The sun's setting slowly. The ocean is literally right there. And uh, the guy's like, oh, you've never been to Fiji before? I'm like, 
No, he's like, do you know what kava is? And I'm like, I have no idea what kava is. Now I'm going to explain in a stupid way what kava is, and it's not. There's, anyways, basically you take roots of some sorts or whatever, kava roots, <laughs> make it into a powder and then add water, and it's a ritual, and it's some ceremony that they have there. I'm butchering it. But anyways, he says, you do this, and it, I'm like, well, what's, what's it like? He's like, well, you drink it. It's kind of muddy water, and it makes you feel like you're high. And I'm like, oh, sign me up. <laughs> so, uh, so he goes up to these guys who happened to be making a batch at the time because they were doing it for the hotel guests because we had a hotel by the beach, which I didn't explain till right now. Uh, I'm now two beers deep at this bar after the four beers. And now I sit down as Kava. And he says, what you have to do is you sit down, you go bula and you smack your hands. You, uh, they hand you the spoon. You take a big sip. You hand it back, say bula, bula, bula. Thank them get up and walk away so i do all of this and afterwards i'll tell you my face goes numb like cocaine my body feels great like marijuana i'm like whoa i'm walking on sunshine so i have another beer and uh it's getting dangerous dangerous i still have to fly to la and this is all in this is in six hours six hours oh yeah but you know yeah yeah. canadians aussies we like to drink you know we got that in common (laughs) um so I've now consumed that. And he's like, okay, well, we should get going back to the airport. I'm like, yeah. So we're driving back. He looks at me and goes, Canadian? Like, yeah, we've gone over that a few times. It's <laughs> like, like, okay, we're going to stop here. So we stopped this gated community. Now, maybe my memory's hazy on this. And maybe it was a dream that I'm... But I swear at the gate, there's guys with AK-47. But nonetheless, it might not have been. I don't know. Yeah. But nonetheless, we stopped at this gated community. And he goes in. But I've had enough to drink in kava that I'm not worried in this situation. The two ladies are still in the car. And he comes back and we take off. And he looks at me and he's like, we are not getting to the airport until we smoke these two things. (laughs) The largest fucking joints I've ever seen. And I'm like, okay, there's four of us. Nope. He meant him and I. Oh, shit. So he just really wants to share this with you. (gasps) And frick me up before I get on a plane. Oh, my God. So then I have these two and I get out of the car and I stumble. (laughs) And I had to check myself and go, Mike, pull it together. And I did. Ish. (laughs) And I walk in. At the time, I was a smoker, too. And I walk in. I'm like, I would seriously. You know what? I'm not going to say what I would do for a cigarette at that moment. But it was desperate. And uh, I'm standing in line. I go up to these guys. And I'm like, oh, maybe, you know, in this airport, you can smoke a cigarette. So I go up to these guys. I'm like, hey, man, can you smoke a cigarette in the airport? And they're like, no, no. And I'm standing in this huge lineup to get on this double-decker plane. And I'm fricked up. Again, Kava. Two <laughs> ginormous Dubrovskis. Lots of beers. Four or five beers. Who knows how many, Enough beers. To, I'm good. And they're like, no, no, you, you can't smoke in the airport. And I'm like, okay. So I go to turn around and me, I, I forgot to mention two of the guys, the one guy had a gnarly scar and he just looked like, you know, yeah, look like, but he probably was a, he was, yeah, but he's probably a teddy bear just was in the wrong place. Uh, so I turn around and the guy's like, Hey, and I'm like, yeah, he's like, how much for that cigarette? How much would you pay for a cigarette? And I'm like five American dollars. You think I said a million. <laughs> These guys are like, no problem. Hook me up. Next thing you know, we go down this escalator. We have a secret handshake. We go into this bathroom. There's employees in there. And they're like, ooh, and then they move. Again, I'm not alarmed. You know, we go down to a secret bathroom and there's people down there and they leave when we come in. I should, <laughs> but still, not alarmed. As is like 
being in the frame of mind you must have been in, just like, all right, well, this is happening now, I guess. Right? <laughs> yeah. So, and then I get into this. So then we go into the bathroom stall, which is just funny as well. So there's three guys in this bathroom. It's a large bathroom stall. I think a handicapped bathroom stall, maybe. And they're like, okay, so smoke your cigarette and blow it up into the fan. And I'm like, okay, I need a lighter. They're like, you don't have a lighter? I'm like, no, I went through security. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm like, I need a lighter. They're like, we don't have one. I'm like, I paid you $5, which I'm making it sound like it's a million. Yeah, Where's yeah. my, I need to smoke my cigarette. I'm like, nope. So then I leave and I go all the way up, all the way back up the escalator. I get back in this long line and I'm standing there and five minutes goes by and I look to my right down the escalator and Buddy looks up at me with a scar on his face. He gives me a head nod. You know, the head nod that you just... You know. Yeah, I know. And he's I'm got like, the goods. He's got the goods. He's got the goods. So I go down that escalator and I meet him and he <laughs> hands... smuggled a lot. Oh, he? yeah. He... <laughs> It smelled funny, but got over it. So I went in there and I smoked that cigarette. And I'll tell you, it was the best gosh darn besh. 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 <laughs> best gosh darn, not lighter, cigarette I've ever had in my life. But I've never smoked a cigarette so fast because I was sure I was going to get fucked. Yeah. Uh, one way or another. <gasps> What'd you do with the evidence? Did you flush they it? They told me what to do. And I went to the toilet, and when I went to flush it, there was already cigarette butts in it. And I went, you guys do this all your yeah, hustlers. Yeah, this is that. Yeah, this, this is how they spot. do it. They let you into their little secret. They man. did. They did. That's so, how you hide at work. So, uh, stall 33 at uh, Nandy Airport. That's going to get you a cigarette. <laughs> That's a cigarette stall. Where'd you hide the lighter? You're right. I got matches. You called me out. It oh, was matches. Matches. No, yeah. but where'd you hide? I think I put it on top of the thing. Mm. I feel like I didn't. Could be a little highness, but imagine someone goes in there now. They know that that airport in that stall. Yeah. You know, like how, where do they smuggle those? That's what I'm wondering. Yeah. <laughs> they find the matches there. Yeah. Oh yeah. That, what, where do they keep them to get in? But yeah, that's uh, one of my favorite. So I get. I anyways, I get on the plane and fly. I I slept like a baby, and I was a double decker plane, and it's it fantastic. But I'll tell you. And have you ever done one? I've done one double decker plane. Isn't that a trip out? It is, and you're like, I want to sit up top. You ever been in the back of the bus and really thought that was fun until you have to get off the bus? Yeah. Sucks. <laughs> <laughs> you're at the top of the double day. This is amazing until you got to leave. Yeah. Yeah, especially My. if it's like you're going through a city and your stop's coming up and all the people have gotten on in front of you and you got to try like weave Get out quickly, yeah. 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 And you're like, old lady, I will break your goddamn hip. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, I only did that once. <laughs> no, but I... Oh. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. I can't believe you got me high just before. Where is that joint? I, Let's light it. There's, you have to go in the ashtray. It's not on that tray. That's no, there's, a little jo- there's a joint right here. Oh, yeah. There it is. Oh, man. This stuff is so strong. Well, it's legal here in, here in Canada. That's not how you light a joint, actually. Did I get it? No. I got a puff. So oh, that'll, you, that'll do, man. Yeah, it's that's, lit. That's a lot. That is lit. Mm. Oh, good. Thanks, man. Oh, once again, I'm high doing a podcast. So, one time, right, me and my friend, we're flying back to Australia, me and my best mate, Jai. Flying back to Australia from Indonesia, right? Yeah. So we leave, we go to Bali Airport, we go through duty-free, and we're like, oh, yeah, we'll we'll buy a bottle, litre of Bacardi each. So then we fly and our flight was via Kuala Lumpur. Hey, you ever have a uh, go Mile High Club? No. Okay, go on. Have you? By myself, but that's another story. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we... Um, Kuala fl- Lumpur, duty loop. Yeah, yeah Kuala Lumpur, right? Yeah, I said it. 
So we get to Kuala Lumpur, mm-hmm. and it was just a couple. It was a four-hour stopover, and then we're flying to Gold Coast. What we didn't realize is that we had to clear out through customs. We just thought we we're going to be in transit, but the flight we had, we had to clear out through customs. So then we walk out, and we've got this alcohol, and, just, and they're like, "Guys, you can't take that on the next plane because you got to go out and come back in." Mm-hmm. And we're like, "No, what are you, are you kidding me? It's duty free. They didn't tell us it's duty free in Bali." They're like, "Well, no, you like you're gonna have to like chuck it in the bin." So we're like, "Fuck!" So John and I look at each other, and we're like, "All right, we've got four hours." So we walk out the front of the airport and the old airport, it used to have like, you know, where the cars pull up, then there was a strip of grass and there was the big car park, the massive yeah. car park straight out the front of the terminal. Sure. So we decided just to go on this little strip of grass and put a sarong down. And we just sat there and just drank these two bottles of Bacardi. And we didn't even realize, you know, like when you're drinking sometimes, you're just like chilling out, listening to music, having a good time. Yeah. And you don't realize how drunk you're getting until you stand up. Uh-huh. So a few hours later, we're like, all right, God, we've got to go board our flight. And we both stood up and neither of us could walk. <laughs> and we're like, I just remember freaking going, oh my God, we're not going to get on this plane. We're not going to get on this plane. And so like, we had to like prop each other up. We had to walk through no. the terminal arm in arm. And I just remember I kept whisper- whispering him like, just axe over, axe over. That doesn't we've got look this. sober. Axe over, axe over. <laughs> I'm freaking out going, we're not going to get on this plane. Because I'm thinking Jai, like he's, he was pretty, like I was extremely drunk and he was pretty drunk, but at least I had the, I had the sense to be like, we've got to straighten up or we can't get on this plane. So it's like, I had to keep reminding him in that, with that. And I just remember going through the lady being so scared, you know, like when you're yeah. acting, acting like you're sober, here's my ticket, man. <laughs> you know, like, and you made but it. We got, we got onto the plane. And I remember Jai passed out and he probably slept for like maybe two hours. And then I remember he woke up and he just looks at me and he goes, dude, are my eyes red? <laughs> <laughs> and he had the most bloodshot eyes I've ever seen in my life. Disgusting. <laughs> I was just like, and that was a bad hangover to be like two hours into a plane ride. It doesn't just, get better. No. And then we didn't sleep all night, got back to Australia. Oh my God. Man, and then we I- went to Byron and partied. That was a 10-day bender. I was young. I was you know, 25. I'll tell you. 10-day bender, jeez. It was 10 days. Wow, that's, that's an award. You almost get a that's belt biggest, for that. Oh, yeah. So I'm not much of a drinker these days, but back then, yeah, you'd have a few benders because we were moving back to Australia from Indonesia, so it was like a five-day bender Oh yeah. in Bali. And then we flew back and went to my town, then his town, and met up like all friends. So it just, oh, it just greasy, escalated. Greasy. The shits you have after a 10-day bender, I bet. <laughs> I'll tell you. No, don't lie. Well, if you're eating KSC every day. Well, you got to. How yeah. are you going to keep it together? Yeah. That's how it's buying. <laughs> like, you're, not, you're not eating. Uh, what do you want to do now? Let's get a salad. Yeah. I'm really hungover. I really want a, 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 a yeah. salad. You need, That'd be great. I need something greasy. Yeah. Oh. Uh, who doesn't want something? Yeah, no. Deep fry my salad. That's what I'll say. <laughs> you guys have got good greasy food. You guys have got good burgers That's here. the thing is there's so many greasy things here. Yeah. I miss that Indo food. Yeah. I miss it all. So I was uh, went to my first cricket match. I was in New Zealand. I was like, I got to go see a cricket match. And my buddy Simon and I, <laughs> we go to this game and we found out that you can buy alcohol in a supermarket, which you can't do here. Yeah, or Australia. Yeah, yeah there you go. So we took advantage. So what we do between innings or outings or periods or shifts. I don't know what they call it in cricket. Days. Um, <laughs> we went to the store, to the, to the grocery store, and we, we got this like two liter apple cider, and we were drinking it like it was apple juice. And we're watching the game, and this goes on and on and on, and we're getting really drunk. 
And then all of a sudden, I smell the sticky icky. And I the am... St- the sticky icky. Oh, the ickiest of the sticky. <laughs> <laughs> it's... To my left, I'm like a fucking bloodhound. I can smell this. So I'm like, that guy's got marijuana. <laughs> so I go over to him and I'm like, sir, may I have a puff of that? <laughs> you know what he says to me? You can have it. <gasps> yeah. So I took it and I smoked it, which then became the, became the worst decision of my night. Oh. Because when you're that cider drunk, yep. you cannot mix it with marijuana. So I green out and I'm now, and I take this roach and I put it in my pocket. I am now sitting next to a urinal. I've been in New Zealand for not very long. My name is James Hetfield. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> um, and I'm sitting there and these cops come up and I'm like greening out and they're like, pick me up. They're like, you got to get out of here. And I'm like, yeah, I understand. <laughs> Tell me where I gotta go. <laughs> and they're like, have you had anything else? To, like, what have you, have you had any drugs or taken? And I'm like, no, I haven't. And they're like, are you sure you don't have anything in my pocket? Thank goodness I forgot about the roach because I'm honest when I'm drunk. And I would have said, yeah. Oh, really? Well, it's a Canadian in you. It's your blood. Yeah. yeah it's in your blood. It's not your fault. It just comes out, honesty. <laughs> so um, I have this roach in my pocket and uh, I, they don't discover it. And they kick me out of the stadium. And I end up passing out outside and I wake up later and it's nighttime. Now, I don't know if you've ever been to a sporting event that started at noon and woken up, passed out outside of that event and looked up and the game's still going. But <laughs> that's cricket, ladies and gentlemen. You can have four fucking hangovers and still keep the game going. So I goes to the gate after sobering up a bit and I'm like, hey, I, I got to get, hey, here's my ticket. The guy's like, no, no, no. Mm-mm. you can't get back in here i'm like it's a big stadium how do you know me <laughs> yeah. what did i do on the way out and he's like and then all of a sudden there was a stadium alert i think some lady was doing something hit her kid or something i don't know <laughs> you know he has to take off and he's like stay here and i looked at him I'm like buddy i'm way too drunk to listen <laughs> so i juke past that decision and i go into the park and who's sitting there simon just watching the game drunk as well and he looks at me he's like where have you been i'm like where have you been (laughs) man so we sat there and watched the last five hours (laughs) called my mother made amends no it was great 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 game who won i don't fucking know how do you keep track at that point (laughs) this is this happens to me all the time with cricket oh oh in summer in australia we used to have like barbecue days and drinking beer and watching the cricket hmm and that's the exactly cricket. it. That's you're you not getting it. too drunk. Yeah. But by the time the good part of the game's going anyway, you're too drunk to... You don't care. That sounds a lot like Ripple or uh, Triple J's Hot 100. That's New the Year's. same thing. Man, I've made it to, I think, 40. That's yeah, the I'm, highest I've gone. Yeah, that's just, I, oh, I, I always use that as a, an example. The Triple J Hottest 100 when they count down the top 100 songs Man, of the year. That's and a drunk Australia Day. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great... It's amazing. Yeah, it's like... Yeah, yeah you always got to find out the next day what the top 10 was. Yeah, who was number one? No way. <laughs> yeah. You know, you, should, you just can't start reverse. They should just start at one. So yeah. we all could see that. We never get it. We never get to see it. So. Yeah. But maybe that's it. You know, they're exposing the 100, you know? Yeah. Exposing those guys again. That's what I'm trying to do. Help them out. <laughs> Help the little guys. I'll tell you. But they don't do that anymore, do they? They do it on a different day now. No. Yeah, they're trying to tra- change the day. Why? Of Australia Day. No, just because it's an indigenous thing. It's like, so... Oh. 
Yeah, and I, I completely agree. Oh. So we're celebrating the day that white people came to Australia, basically. No you kidding. Know, when they... Wait, is that it? Is that what we're celebrating? I'm too stoned. Because I, I, like, I feel like I always <laughs> learned there was like a... Re- I don't know my history well, but I mean, why did Aussies come to go to... We got sent there because we're convicts, man. Okay, so I didn't want to say it. I, I just, you know... Oh, it's it's not a touchy subject. You know, <laughs> it's a touchy subject. Yeah, I mean, you it's can... Not a touchy you know, subject. something I can't say, you know... I can say honky. I can't say other things. What's a honky? Oh, I think that's a derogatory term for a white person. Oh, is it? I, I think so. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it See, is now. you know... Yeah, so yeah, yeah. You don't even know to get offended by it, but you could if you wanted to. Oh. So if you ever hear that, you can just go, What? How dare you? It is 2019. <laughs> I don't have cowboy boots on. Just kidding. That's now I'm being bad. Yeah. Mm. So they have it on a different day. Yeah. But is it still like no no no? They, they haven't changed the day yet. They haven't changed the day yet. No, I mean that triple J. Yeah, the triple J do it on, on a different day. But is it still like wee? Um, well, to tell you the truth, I haven't been in Australia for the last two Australia days, so I don't know. I guess eh. Yeah, I miss out on a lot of fun stuff at home. I mean... But I'm having a good time. You know, beating up tourists. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. kidding. I hope this doesn't get played in Australia. Oh, man, they love it. So you lived in Byron Bay. I did. Yeah, it's... I I did. What a place. What a dream factory. Did it make your dreams come true? You know what? (laughs) It did make... As a young man and all those beautiful, lovely ladies running around, it did make a lot of dreams come true, yes. And a lot of heartbreak and all that fun stuff that comes with it but i'll tell you byron bay if you see and and then i don't know how it is now but i always thought when i'd be going home from work and seeing the town partying like it's the end of the world every night and there's people going crazy through the city and like puking in the street and fighting and not all the time but you know sometimes and all the time and i'm just looking and going man if this was in the daytime the australian government would just be a you know, turn. I don't. Know. Anyways, yeah. I was thought of. I've never thought about that. Reverse turn the lights just, on. Yeah, turn the lights on. You're just like, holy shit, we got to do something about <laughs> this. This is crazy. It's pandemonium. I'd ride down the center. I'd ride down the center of the street. You know, it'd be. Sometimes I would just start talking. They're like, "Hey, Seppo," and I'm like, "Oh, I'm not an American." Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh damn it! It has cleaned up a lot. I remember it went yeah. through that. That it went through that stage where mm-hmm. there was a lot of um fights. Uh, in front of the pubs and everything, but I think that's all cleaned up there. Yeah, oh yeah, it has. And I mean, with that said, like Byron Bay is just so wonderful, beautiful. The people are fantastic. I love that. I love that little town a lot. I think every place has its its little ugly, if you will. Yeah. And maybe that was its not the ugly. town that we're in, but not Tofino. It's just so beautiful. I'm looking out. Yeah, man, I'm pretty stoned, but I'm looking out into like a really nice forest right now. Don't you reckon? <laughs> this is the thing too. I can cut anything out. So like, just like <laughs> I would cut that. I would cut that Byron Bay part out personally. Let's just not throw that in. I just don't want to get there and get killed. <laughs> no, I mean legit, legit. Like I love Australia. I just want to say that and Byron Bay. I just don't want to die. No, I'm just not strong. That's all. No, I'm just not tough enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting old can't run as fast anymore. No, my knees. <laughs> That's, that's mine too it's my i've done both my knees blown them out man and i just jumped off a waterfall and busted my ankle <laughs> 32 and haven't learnt. <laughs> well you know she's got pretty eyes not the bluest guys 
pretty eyes of the blue skies. Where'd you hear that? Oh, Guns and Roses, it wasn't mine. I'm sorry. I thought... No, so this is what I was going to tell you, right? So the first time I came to Canada, I went to... I flew into... I flew into Big White, right? And, oh, man, did immigration give me a hard time. Man. I'd give you a hard time, too. They gave me a real hard time. They locked me in a room, interrogated me, like, just to see if I was going to work. They thought, mate, like, flying straight in, like... Because I flew from Seattle. Like, there's no way you can support yourself. I flew yourself. to Kelowna. They're like, yeah, they're looking at me. They're like, you're going to try work, aren't you? <laughs> I was like, no. Nah. So they gave it. They literally gave me. I was leaving like six months later or whatever. They literally gave me a st- I had to go into immigration on that day and hand myself in and get this thing stamped to yeah. say that I was definitely leaving on that day. I wasn't allowed to change my flight or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Just a restriction they put on me just because they thought I might try work. But the first night, so my, my mates waited out the front for me to pick me up. Oh. And I've got a whole heap of buddies living up in Big White, you know, a couple of Australian guys for the ski season. So they picked Weird. me up. Yeah. <laughs> Uncommon. <laughs> so we go, up to the, we go up to the snow hill. First thing we do, right, it's about 11 at night when we get up there. And the first thing we do is go to the pub. Yeah. Everyone's partying. So we get really drunk. But I, I'm jet lagged and I'm like really, now I'm really drunk. You know, it's like I have no idea what time, day, you know, like you have, you're just so out of it. Yeah. And so then we go back to my, my buddy's place and he pulls out this big joint, BC Bud. Me never knowing BC Bud and goes, yeah, let's smoke a joint. I said, oh. And you want yeah, to go out tonight, that night? Yeah, and I'm thinking, no, I've, we've already been out. This is All when right. we got home. So I was really drunk already oh, no. and jet lagged. Oh, and I'm no. thinking, this is perfect. I'm jet lagged. I'll get a bit high. It'll knock me out. Oh, I'll have a really no. good sleep. You poor Ozzy. Yeah. So <laughs> we light this joint. Oh, no. And just start going toke for toke. And then no. I'm just holding on it like it's a joint in Australia. And I'm just smoking it. And oh, he goes to no. me. And then my mate goes, oh, have you been smoking a bit of weed? And I said, oh, yeah, I've been having a few joints here and there in Australia. I've got this one fine. And he's like, oh, yeah. So he keeps smoking it. <laughs> and then I just finish it off. And then he goes, oh, by the way, this is like really strong weed. It's like BC bud. It's like the strongest stuff you can get. And I'm like, yeah, all right, cool. So I walk in. I just remember walking in. And I walked straight to the sink and in the kitchen sink, they had a mirror above it. Mm. And I started washing my hands and I looked at myself in the mirror and I just remember thinking like, wow, this is really good weed. I'm so high. And then as I <laughs> stared at myself in the, in the mirror, oh, you got locked in. You can't everything just started spinning and oh. I started tripping out. I was like, whoa, this is so strong. I'm tripping out. And I'm like, fuck, I'm going to have to go sit down. So I walked over and sat on the couch. And next thing, the world just started coming in on me. No. And next thing, I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. no. I'm going to throw no. up. I'm going to throw up. Next thing, I ran to the bathroom and just started throwing up. You ever then- throw up and shit at the same time? <laughs> hey. Yes. Right? In Mexico. Uh, I got so oh, sick, of course. Man. So, I got yeah. so sick. No, that's where people go to do that. From the water. <laughs> that's where people go to do that. If you need to clear yourself out. Just go to Mexico. <laughs> Both ends. They have yeah. the hostels Enchiladas. for it. So you're now terrible. You're, you're in the bathroom. Yeah, so now, now I'm in the bathroom. Still holding your poop together. Nice yeah. one. And it's the bathroom's just spinning, right? Yeah. Then I start, the anxiety comes on that I'm going to die. But you're from down under, so it's the other way, right? Yeah. It's spinning the other way. The other direction. <laughs> Only in the bathroom. Oh, in the bathroom? <laughs> okay, go on. <laughs> and then, man, I just start thinking I'm going to die. I'm sitting there going, I'm sitting there going, someone. Death by marijuana. Yeah. And then, so I'm like, I've got to tell someone they're going to get me to the hospital. I'm going to yeah. die. I'm going to die. Like, because I was like, I was greening out hard. But then, by this stage, I couldn't even speak. So it's like, 
but mates of mine are coming in, buddies are coming in and laughing at me and taking photos. I'm like, help. <laughs> Not. Literally anyway, green. I greened out two and a half days. I was laying there thinking I was going to die. No. Like I got up a couple of times, went to bed and everything, but it was two and a half days I was in bed and throwing up, like sick, like continuously throwing up for two and a half days. No way. That's how fucking much I greened out on that wow. shit. Wow. So... What was your next experience like with BC Biden? Okay. So, next, so after that, right, I was like, I'm never touching this stuff again. And after that, I moved to Whistler because the girl that I was with, that we, how we know each other, yeah, she was from Canada. And so we're living in Whistler up on the ski hill, right? And so I go with this mate of mine and we're going up to, and he's like, I like, when I snowboard, I like to like surf snowboard, like I like cruise and carve and everything. Yeah. And my mate, Canadian mate, he just likes to go to the top and as fast as he can, just shoot it down straight lines. Mm-hmm. What's that called? You know? Being stupid. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I, so anyway, right. And he's, and he's a bit I of like a... I like to co- surf walk. He's, so I understand. Yeah. Well, he's, he's a bit of a cool cat in town. Kind of knows everyone. He's a bit of a charger. So we're on the lift going up to the top of one of the black diamond runs and like one of the main ones and he lights this joint i call that a bad lover too just trying to get over with (laughs) (laughs) get to the fucking end okay go on lights up a joint (gasps) so he lights up a joint and you're about to go down a black diamond run yeah we're on the on the gondola going up right and then he's like here here you want to puff and i was like nah nah i'm not gonna smoke anymore it's too strong this stuff he goes dude dude doing it wrong just have a couple of puffs to be right you'll be fine dude it's good snowboard and high and i was like oh well, I can't get that high off because last time I smoked old joints, I'm like, well, I'm not going to get that high off just a couple of puffs. So I have two two puffs of the joint and then I hand it back to him and then he has a bit more and then he hands it back and I was like, yeah, well, two's not enough. I'll just have a couple more. Oh, no. You think it's nothing. So then next thing, I lay back in this gondola and then I start, oh, the chairlift, it wasn't, yeah, like in the chairlift. You haven't even got off the chairlift yet? No, yeah, so I haven't That's got off the This is on the chairlift. That's dumb. And I start looking down. Oh, and we're no. at fucking height. Yeah, you know? oh my god. So the next thing, it starts this fucking oh. starts caving in on me again. Of and course, next thing, I'm paranoia. sitting there. Yeah, so the paranoia and I'm, like it's coming on so strong, and I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh my god, your fear. I'm gonna die again. Oh, <laughs> so, oh no. So I'm sitting there, and then you see, you know, like it's coming up to the top of the hill. Yeah. And you're seeing everyone get ready, like strap in. And so in your snowboard, when you're on those chairlifts, yeah. you got one foot strapped in, yeah. the other one not, and it's yeah. just hanging, so you can kind of walk out or ride out of those things yeah you lift that handlebar up so next thing i see the guys in front of us go lift the handlebar bar up and then they go off and, oh, like, and i'm just remember saying to myself i've got this i've got this i've got this and all my friends mates like all the cool cats in town all the yeah. good sporters too are right there waiting for us this uh-huh. big crew and like we're gonna you know and i'm like oh you know like so i start like <laughs> i've got this i've got this i've got this and then the th- we put the thing oh, up no. you know and the guy's there and he, he's like all right so you got to get up and ride out of it so i get off put my foot down go to ride out and just fucking eat it flip up <laughs> land straight on my back yes in front of everyone awesome and my, i embarrass the fuck out of my mate and then he's like dude you're right i was like man i'm so i'm so stunned he's like come on, we got this you know like and i'm like all right i've got this and he's like just go as fast as you can i promise you you'll be fine so I'm like, what? Fuck. So then he's terrible just, advice. Yeah. <laughs> so he straps That's in. That's last Bibliotti. No. He straps in and just starts taking off. And I'm like, fuck. So I strap in and I'm like, I, I'm going to. 
this is like the first week I'm now. I've hardly snowboarded. I'm not much of a snowboarder. Well, I'm all right at it now, but like wasn't much of a snowboarder. Yeah. I'm fucking baked now. And I'm going down this black diamond run with this dude who's like, just go as fast as you can. And I don't know where we're going. I don't know the plan. <laughs> I don't know the fucking route or anything. I'm like, I'm going to get lost here. So I have to stick up to the, with this Shut guy. Up. What so an now asshole. I'm, I'm fucking baked. No, he's he a gets- really good dude, but I'm fucking baked. He's hardcore, you know? He's like uh, fucking yeah, extreme yeah, sport yeah, kind of guy. Yeah. So I'm fucking baked thinking I'm going to die watching him shoot off. So that's even more anxiety going, fuck, I have to keep up with this guy, you know? And so like, holy shit, I just started shooting down this hill, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I just, yeah, I'm trying to keep up with him. Oh my God. That was like anxiety level, like through the roof, like 10 out of 10. Yeah. <laughs> just like, when you got to the bottom? I fell over a few times. I was like, just get up. I've got this, you know, like fully. Actually, if anything, it was probably a good learning curve. Like, did you sober up by the time you got to the bottom? No, I was fucked. I was ages. That guy got me again too one time, right? So after that, I was like, all right, I'm never smoking this shit again. It's too fucking strong. <laughs> Couple months later, he invites me around to his house, right? Yeah. And, and I was going to go around to his place and we're going to go down to one of the bars and drink those. What are the Canadian drinks? The, like Caesars. Caesars. Yeah, I was like, oh. Drink a Caesar, a couple yeah. of Caesars oh, at yeah. one of the places. And, oh, yeah. yeah, we're going to go like to a couple of bars and play pool and... And that, and um, so I go around to his place, and he's like, "Dude, I've got this three chamber ice bong. You're like, gonna check it out." He's like, "Dude, I just got it." And it's like this, like meter long, three chamber. You put ice in it and smoke through it. And he's like, "Dude, it's so smooth." And I was like, "No, nah, I'm not touching BC blood. I'm not fucking doing it, dude." And he's like, "Come on, man. Like, I right, just have a little bit." And I was like, "You got me with that last time." He's like, "Dude, when else are you gonna get the opportunity to try?" This ice bong. He's like, I just got it. You're in my house. You've got Never like- actually. I didn't ever want to before. I don't want to now, <laughs> yeah. actually. I'm like, I don't oh, want that opportunity. Right. Yeah. Third time I made this mistake. So I'm like, fuck it. So I have a, have a bit. So a bit, he, how much he a has bit? two bongs, right? Yeah. And then he's like, I'm going to have three. So you just have one, you know? And I was like, all right, fine. So I have it. I have a go. I think I only even have half of it hand it back to him and then he has a couple more and he's like yeah this stuff isn't that strong it's just nice bong so then we're sitting there so now he's had three and a half bongs and i've had half of one and i just fucking get locked into this couch (laughs) and we're on the couch and like we're gonna go and then no one says anything for about 20 minutes i'm just frozen on this couch and i end up just turning (laughs) going oh are we gonna go and he's like oh yeah, fuck, dude. Oh, I'm so baked. Yeah, yeah let's go. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And I'm like, and he's like, don't worry, dude. I've got this. And I'm sitting here going, I'm losing it going. I couldn't even fucking function. I'm sitting here going, I'm so glad he's got it together, you know, and he can get me into town. So we go get in his truck and he goes, you know what? I won't drive to town. I'm too baked. I'll go the back way around town. So I'm like, all right. So <laughs> we go to go the back way and we're just driving along and I'm sitting there enjoying this view and enjoying the view and just locked into this chair right because i'm frozen i'm just sitting here thinking you know at least kelly's got this you know oh damn i said his name (laughs) no i was like at least at least he's got this right he's got this and then next thing i was like looking i'm like something's really odd here it's too familiar and he's driving along we're driving like around these cliffs like on this narrow windy road with snow and icy conditions like really dangerous conditions Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, something's real odd here. I'm just looking at the road. I'm like, it's too familiar. It just doesn't make sense. And then I just like look at him and I like look back at the road. And I'm like, dude, are you on the wrong side of the road? And he's Canadian <laughs> too. So I don't even know how he fucked that up. Next thing he's like, oh, fuck. So he swerves onto his side and then he just stops. And he's like, dude, 
dude, you're going to have to help me drive. Like, he's like, you're going to have to coach me through this. I'm this too fucking bad. This is the banged. guy? What? I'm like, how are you two banged? No, <laughs> bad host, bad host. Like, now you're like, so I'm like, fuck. So I'm like, all right, all right, we got this, dude. We got this. So we ended up driving into town, getting in right. And we get to this, we get to the bar we're going to and order these Caesars. And we get to the pool table and it was like, that pool table, I think actually after the first game of pool, I think that helped me out focusing on that. But that was like the weirdest game of pool I've ever had in my life. Just Because you had a burger in your hand. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I couldn't shoot very well because I had a burger in my hand. So I'm not doing, I don't, yeah. Thing about the, the weed here, there's no, it's, there's no like slow come up. It just builds. It's like, it's just strong. There's like no like cruisy part where you can just have like one puff and it'd be cruisy. Well, like, yeah, we don't like to fuck around. That's it. <laughs> we just want to make sure that our weed's good. Yeah. So that's, the, that's the thing. You know, always coming home, you uh, try the weed. It's always stronger. I couldn't believe that uh, it's legal now. I can't believe... Yeah, it's like... I don't think... I haven't seen the difference because when I lived here before, when it was <laughs> illegal, everyone just walked around in the street smoking weed and joints mm. and you always smelled it everywhere and it was never mm-hmm. it was quite an open thing to do maybe in this part of british columbia but i don't know about others but definitely in this part and so now that i've come back everyone's still doing that except it's like it's just i can talk about it openly i don't feel yeah. ashamed to talk oh about yeah it. yeah no shame yeah that's it. for me there's still shame mm. sorry mum. <laughs> yeah mom's like i already knew yeah you're yeah, kind yeah. of a slow kid <laughs> Your main diet's cheeseburgers <laughs> yeah. at all hours of the evening. <laughs> you want to know why I live this way? Because my mother never told me not to talk with my mouth full. <laughs> Remember that. So, that's not the joke. But I like, I like the encouragement. <laughs> so, one day, Chicken, he's walking through Farmer's Field and he stumbles upon horse stuck in a mud puddle. And he goes up to the horse and he's like, horse, what are you doing stuck in a mud puddle? Horse is like, chicken. <laughs> it's been a long fucking day. I need some help. Chicken's like, what can I do for you, horse? Horse is like, all right, I need you to go to the shed. Go grab the tractor, grab the tractor keys, grab the rope, come over here and pull me out. Chicken's like, no problem, horse. I'll be right back. <laughs> so chicken, being chicken, takes off, comes back. He's like, horse, we got a problem. Horse like, what's the problem, chicken? <laughs> Chicken's like, well, I couldn't find the tractor keys. All I could find was the BMW keys. Horse is like, I don't give a fuck what you found. Grab the BMW, grab the rope, pull me out. No problem. So chicken does it. Horse is out. Two days later, horse is grazing through the field, enjoying the sun as you do, if you're a horse. And he gets upon this mud puddle. And who's in that mud puddle? But chicken. And he looks at Chicken. He's like, Chicken, what are you doing in the mud puddle? Chicken's like, horse, it's been a long two days. Get the BMW, grab the rope, pull me the fuck out of here. Horse's like, nah, nah, nah. I got this. So horse walks to the edge of the mud puddle and he sticks out his dick. He says, Chicken, grab a hold. Chicken grabs a hold. Now, you know what the moral of the story is? What? If you're hung like a horse, you don't need a BMW. <laughs> <laughs> Nine out of ten times. Nine out of ten times. 
It's, it oh, works. shit. Yeah, so that's my favorite joke. And I tell it at The Lodge, uh, the nice place I'd work at, because it was pretty funny to see. And sometimes the woman would be like, oh, my God, he's got a BMW. I'm like, of course he does. <laughs> <laughs> you got four people here, do. <laughs> Yeah, I can make it any car. Yeah, yeah. Fucking Ford Escape said nobody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So, anyways, that's. What else is in your vault? Joke vault. of jokes. Joke vault. Oh well, I got another one. I've, another really good one. It's an oldie but a doozy. <laughs> I got something in my throat. Sorry. <clears throat> so one day, this guy goes to this new hip hopping bar. Although this hip hop and bar is really slow at this particular junction of time. But the reason it's hip hop and is because it's on the fourth floor, fifth, seventh, eighth, tenth floor. I'm pretty sure it was there. Mm, yeah, it was. It was the tenth floor. So he goes up to the tenth floor and he gets in the door and he looks over to the bar and there's a bartender doing what bartenders do in any scenario or any story. They're just polishing a wine glass. That's all you do. You just polish a wine glass behind a bar. I, I know this. I'm a bartender. And uh, there's a guy sitting at the bar. Moments after he walks in the door, this man gets up from his bar stool, makes this sound that you do whenever you leave and run and do something like this, and goes, Aah! and he jumps out the window. What? I know. I'm shocked too. <laughs> and then he comes back up, whoop, boom, and he lands. And he goes and sits down. Bartender doesn't even stop polishing the wine glass. Sits down. So I walk over to the bar and I'm like, what the fuck just happened? I hope I said that this was me in this scenario. I hope I did at the beginning of this story. So I order a beer after the bartender asks me what I want to order. And then I look over the guy to my left and I'm like, man, I got to ask you after I've had a little bit of beer in me. How'd you jump out the window and get back in? And he looks at me. Yo, you look like an all right guy, he says. And I'm like, (laughs) all right, so continue. Every 15 minutes... Half an hour, he meant. There's a fan outside. Always blows air up. Jump out the door, out the window, and you'll fly back in. And I'm like, you're telling me if I jump out the window here, this fan will blow me back up here? And the guy's like, eh. yeah, that's exactly what I'm telling you. I'm like, okay, so I can do that. Yes. So I run on the dot, half hour, jump out the window. And I, I mean, this person in this story, it's not me anymore. It's changed. Jump out the window. Uh, and I hit the ground. Bartender looks up to the guy and goes, Superman, you're a mean fucking drunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So that's that. There's that. There's that little ditty. Oh, man. You're... I've got one joke in the vault. And I don't even think you'd get it. Continue. Oh, what's buzzing? Actually, I just realized I can't say it. It's... <laughs> Should I turn it off and say it? Ugh. Is it racist? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We can't, do, we can't promote racism. No, but it isn't. It's paying at Kiwis, which is what we really always do. Yeah, but I love the Kiwis. Yeah, yeah, so yeah can't do that. Can't do that. No, I don't want to hear it. Oh man, so good! Like, <laughs> how's I'm supposed to be the host and I can't even talk? I'm that high. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, 
I was wondering if I have another fucking doozy. I have a few doozy jokes I just love to tell. You know, I got a metaphor. I got the old uh, life lesson metaphor. Um, I don't know what it's called. When uh, So, one day, frog, stand beside the pond. Scorpion comes up beside frog and says, Frog, can you help me across the pond? You heard this one before? Continue. Is it a metaphor? We'll, t- we'll decide when I get to the end. And the frog says, no, scorpion. I'm not going to help you across the pond. And he says, why not? He says, because you're a scorpion and you'll sting me. And he's like, listen, frog, I'm not going to sting you. I promise you. And frog's like, no, I'm not helping you, scorpion. So time goes by. I don't know why frog's still sticking around. And then he's like, fine, scorpion, I'll do it. So he takes scorpion across. He gets halfway. And what does scorpion do? And he stings him. And as they're both falling, about to go to their death, he looks at Scorpion and says, Scorpion, why did you sting me? And you know what the Scorpion said? Because I'm a Scorpion. A little Scorpion. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Careful, Scorpion. Oh, I'm a Scorpion. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, but you'd be weary. Yeah. No. Um, all right. Ready, boys? Oh, man. All right, Jay, let's get out of here. Like a double.